This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ladies and gents, welcome back. All things covered. Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden coming right back at you guys and girls. Another episode to talk about recapping a tough loss. Oh, my goodness, man. I was sick to my stomach. I was throwing up everything, man. Everything I ate, I was letting it go. That's how sick I was. But we got to talk about this loss against the uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, this past weekend. And then an early look ahead to another divisional matchup. Week 12 versus the Cincinnati Bengals. A win against Cincinnati would make me feel a lot better. And I think it's safe to say that would be the same for you guys as well. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. Pat P. Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. Recap. <clears throat> Browns win 13 to 10. My prediction was Steelers winning 17 12. All right. You were 17 and 0 in your previous 17 one-score games, Pat P. How does it feel to be on the losing side of one of those games for the first time in a long, long time? We we talked about that stat with you last week as yeah. well. We probably should have left it alone. <laughs> Definitely probably should have left it alone. But it felt kind of awkward, you know, because like you said, I've been in those moments a lot in the last 17 games, you know, so and found ways to come out on top you know, each and every time. So um, this time was a little bit awkward because this whole game, you know, the even when we was down 10-0, you know, I was just saying all we need is just one play to get us back in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be another one of those Steelers, Browns, classic coming down to the end. And it, and it did. It just didn't fall our way, you know. So, um, you know, so, so a couple of things that we can clean up going into that last drive. We, I believe we played so well. You know, besides the second drive of the game, um, defensively, mm-hmm. and it's that last drive, man. And that's why, you know, coaches always talk about, you know, playing 60 minutes, not 59 minutes and 99, uh, 59 seconds, Joe. Mm-hmm. So um, we just got to play a little bit cleaner on that in, the, in that last drive to, you know, get those key stops. How did your game prep in the defensive mm-hmm. Guys, game prep changed midweek when you found out that Dorian Thompson Robinson was going to start in place of Deshaun Watson. Um, well, did you guys uh, have to go back to watching some preseason tape of DTR? No, 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 we didn't necessarily go back and watch any preseason tape. We just, you know, watched the games that he played in. Um, mm-hmm. any preseason, he only played in one game, so watch the game he started in and uh, and watch a couple games, watch the game plan, watch how. Uh, the Cleveland Browns wanted to call games when Deshaun Watson was not in the lineup because it's a 
quite a lot of tape of that with him not in the lineup. So we just wanted to kind of get a beat of uh, of how they wanted to call the game um, without Deshaun. So when you talk about how they were calling the ball game, clearly they came out with the mentality of dinking dunk, not allowing the pass rushers to kind of, you know, make DTR uncomfortable. And I think that's a smart game plan when you talk about starting a rookie quarterback. You know, you don't want to have you want to you don't want him holding the football long when you got guys like TJ and and Alex coming down the barrel. But when you see a guy a team, you know, utilizing the quick game for you and for the defenders, are there any in-game adjustments you can you can make or you just kind of try to continue to they to, to, to play that shell type type defense keeping everything in front of you? Um, well, we kind of understood that going into the game, honestly, that they wasn't going to allow him um, to turn uh, to, to, to you know, to put them in harm's way for the most part. So we knew they was going to run the game. We uh, run the ball. We knew they was going to to commit to their running game mm-hmm. and run the football by committee, including him. <laughs> you know, so and we knew they was going to get, you know, um, and Joku in, in, involved in the screen game a lot, and that they did, they did that, well. Yeah, yes, know, yes, so sir. We also knew when they when they dropped back and pass, if it was going to any of the receivers, we knew it was going to go to Amari Cooper. You know, mm-hmm. so um, only thing I could probably say in game when, once we got in game, once we saw the routes that we was getting, especially with Amari Cooper, and with yeah. me having the observation, and I don't know if he was on the injury report, but when I came into the game, like going into the second quarter, I'm like, man. Something's not right, man. I don't know if Amari's hurt. Mm-hmm. He ain't running no routes past 10 yards, and the coordinator is not allowing the quarterback to throw anything past 10 yards. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you know, you could play a little bit more stout at the line of scrimmage, play a little bit more heavy on the inside in certain in certain um, um, situations, you know. So yeah. um, that's probably the only – adjustment that I feel that we uh we made uh, uh during the game we needed to make during the game what were the turning points of the ball game for you the turning points yeah <clears throat> um I probably say man when we didn't when we wasn't able to flip the field position after Sully interception Although we still didn't give up points, but I feel like if we was able to flip the field position because the defense was rolling at the time, at least getting them back on 15, you know, 10-yard line, hopefully get the three and out, get those guys to punt it back, and now, you know, now the offense can be a little bit more, you know, comfortable. You know, so I'll probably say that part of the game, um, I think that that was the – Although that was third quarter, but I feel like we started to gain the momentum. Mm. If we was able to, that was huge. That was a huge play. Yeah, if we was able to do something with it, I believe we would have took the air out of the stadium. But you know, we end up going three and out, having to punt the ball, um, and I think we made them punt again, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Is it is it frustrating for you? I know it's frustrating for it's very very frustrating for fans when you see the offense punt the football so much like in that sequence that you just you just referenced in regards to getting that touch that, that turnover by Sullivan I think it went three and out and boop mm-hmm. punt the football didn't have a good punt you guys right Cleveland basically basically got the football right back with they threw the interception based on the inability to get positive yards and then 
a horrible punt. So for you guys defensively, especially in that ball game when it was offense was limited on both sides for the most part, but especially coming from the Pittsburgh Steelers, are you guys frustrated on the sideline? And do you guys ever say anything to the offensive guys? Man, with me, to be honest with you, I'm not frustrated because as a def- as 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 defenders, you know, obviously it's our job to control what we can control. Yep. That's obviously not allowing teams to score points, march the ball up and down the field, and create turnovers by any by any way that we can. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know, you know, what what they're calling or what what's going on on the offensive side of the ball. You know, all we can do is continue is continue to control what we can control. But because we understand and we all know that, you know, no matter how good the the offense is or how bad it is, it's it's going to always be a defensive team, and we carry it on our shoulders each and every week. No matter what the offense does, like we have goals with ourselves of going out there taking the ball away first and foremost and scoring our damn selves. You mm-hmm. know. So, that's our mentality each and every time we step out on the field. And when you have guys having that type of mentality, we can give a rat's ass what happens on the other side of the ball. Because if we dial in and do what we're supposed to do, not have any relapse, uh, mislapse, not having any uh, breakdown in communication, no, not many teams that can march up and down, uh, march up and down the field on us, especially in the second half. I and mean, we've proven that. Week in and week out, you know, when we make our halftime adjustments, teams don't 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 get on the scoreboard uh, uh, very often. In a game like last Sunday, when you're playing against that type of defense, and heck, it might be the same storyline against Cincinnati. You know, just being on the road, field position is extremely important. That was going to be a field position ball game. That's why they were able to score the points they scored because they benefited from good field position. Two things that hurt you guys: special teams punting the football wasn't good at all. Mm. Wasn't good. And offensively, just never got an opportunity to get a rhythm. And I understand we had that Jalen Warren outstanding touchdown run, which was a great play, well-designed, well-blocked. He made a guy miss, and he just utilized speed. But outside of that, didn't really get anything from the offense outside of that one splash play. So at some point in time, offensively, they got to come to the party. They got to come to the party. Pat, it's a free party, free admission. They got good music, good food, good beverages. You just got to show up. That's yeah. all they got to do. Get to the party. Because I understand and you're in the game and you're talking like a player. That's how you're supposed to talk. But how sustainable is it when one side has all the pressure? When you guys play a football game, based on how we've seen it over the last few weeks, you guys got to go into that ball game knowing, man, we can't surrender more than 13 points. Yeah. We, we, we got to play flawless. And that puts, what, more pressure on you guys. You got to start pressing to make plays. Because in that ball game, I said, defensively, they got to score. Because our offense couldn't score outside of the, that one long run. So, at question for you, I know you just got there, so you're not really a senior in the organization. But who, who would you say is the leader on the offense? Or who are the leaders on the offense? Hmm. That's a good question, Mac. Um, That's the problem. Like, I feel hold, like... Hold on, hold on. Before what? you even answer the question, I'm going to ask you another question. Right. Who would you say are the leaders on the defensive side? Oh, man, it's a bunch of them. Just get, throw me out a few names. You ain't got to throw out. Just throw out a few names. Cam, TJ, Alex, Mink. Mink, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So the first question I asked Pat P for our listeners and our viewers, who would you say are the leaders on the offensive side? He had to think. That's the problem. That's the problem. Because when you guys are screwing up, hypothetically speaking, if you guys are screwing up on the off the defensive side, there are quite a few guys that would call the troops together and say, hey, get it in line. Right? Right or wrong? Right. And there are quite a few guys that if they were to do that in a game on the sideline, everybody's going to be attentive and listen. Right or wrong? Right. Offensively, who's that guy? They got to find that guy, man. It's, that's the issue, too. If you're telling me you got to find that guy during the season, oh, that should already been established before the season starts. Because you got to, in these moments, like what we just witnessed last Saturday, I mean, Sunday. But Matt, you got to think about this as well. Like, this is, this is not an excuse. Like, we have, on the offensive side of the ball, it's very many guys that really played a ton of football and really had an opportunity to lead a room. And they haven't had many guys to really show them how to lead a room. So I feel like, you know, if 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 that's my job to do a better job at, you know, giving Kenny nuggets on how to, you know, grab the bull by the horn, although I've never been on the offensive side of the ball, mm. but maybe giving him some nuggets on how to galvanize the, the troops, how to get the troops together, how to get everybody to buy in to what the hell – Coach got, you know, what coach want to call or his philosophy because we're right there, man. I tell guys all the time, man, that the window in the NFL and your playing career and the opportunity to do something special is this big, man. And a lot of people think it lasts forever. So you must and you have to take advantage of the opportunities that you have in front of you because you never, 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 never know when you won't have another opportunity. You know what I mean? So we're in a very, very blessed, you know, field and situation right now because we still have an opportunity to to control our own destiny. No question. That's why I want to have I want to continue to harp on and have the guys understand that we just put our heads down and focus on the tasks that we have to focus on each and every week. We're going to be right where we want to be. We just got to control what we can control. And that's winning ball games. That's respecting the process throughout the week, so we can get those W's on Sunday. And also, too, for that to become a reality, we got to see instant change now. Now, two things is going to happen from what we witnessed this past Sunday, Pat P. In my opinion, that loss, how super devastating it was, because you know you played against a third string quarterback on the road, and you were right there, and that's the divisional game. Either that's going to bring the guys together where you establish a sense of leadership pride to go out and fight or it's going to create a disconnect. You know what I mean? So now yeah. this is where you really go. This is where the rubber rubber meets the road, where you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, man, screw all the excuses, screw all what we think should be done or what shouldn't be done. Go out and get the job done. And hopefully at some point in time, there's a sense of leadership established, leadership establishing on the offensive side. Because right now, if you don't have a leader, you don't have an individual that can get people together, get the morale going. Because one side plays with juice. You know what I mean? The other right. side really don't <clears throat> play with the same juice. And that's a problem. Yeah. That is a problem. You know what I mean? And that, that's an issue, I think. You got to have juice. And you guys got too many guys on the defensive side that can be a leader. And the guys ain't doing it right on the second. In the secondary, you got guys like Mika. You know what I mean? Up front, up front guys can't. You know what I mean? TJ, 
Mm-hmm. Offensively, ain't that? You talked about the lack of seniority. Yeah, that's an issue. But now somebody got to step up. And and I and I think me personally, Pat P, when you play the quarterback position, that's to, that's a leadership position, my guy. Mm-hmm. That that's a leadership position, and you got to make sure at some point in time, going through trials and tribulations, I got to hey, that's what we got to do. Let's right. get the guys together, and. That's what we're missing, in my opinion. Yeah, but before we transition to uh, the Bengals preview, can I can I can I complain to you real quick, Pat P, about what really got my got me going Sunday? And I'm and I'm probably it, but go ahead you. and tell me. Yep. All right. So when the the drive before the final field goal drive for the Browns, when you guys the defense forced them to punt. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, oh, we got extra football. We're going to overtime. I said, two things are going to happen. Either our offense drive, get a field goal into field goal range for Boz, we kick it, or we go to overtime. That's what I thought. So I can't remember the exact time on the, on the clock at that time, but I think it was around 141. There you go. So Cleveland punts the football, 141. <laughs> First play, <laughs> we throw the ball, which, which confused the heck out of me because I'm like, man, we got to – Utilize the time, the clock. The clock is on our side, right? Defense was playing good football. The clock is on our side. First play, pass. Incomplete. Pat Fee, we probably, what, ran two seconds off the clock? Three seconds? So I said, second down, got to be a run. Screen draw, it got to be a run. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a run for sure because you want the clock to run. You want to force them to either utilize their timeouts or force them to kind of get in cruise control and, and be like, okay, overtime is what we're going to do. We're going to win it with our defense. The same thing I was thinking with our defense. Second down, pass. I said, what the freak? Now, mind you, it ain't like the passing game was really doing anything all game. Pass game, it wasn't. Like, so I'm like, second down, second and 10, you got to run the ball. We throw the ball. Incompletion. I said, well, dang. I said, well. We all know what's going to happen third down. I think we're going to throw it for sure right now. Third down, we, th- we threw the ball, Pat P. Incompletion. Three straight plays, we utilized maybe 12, 15 seconds off the clock. So if you're Cleveland, now you say, oh, boy, they gave us a window of opportunity. I said, so now we punt the football, Pat P. So I said, okay, if we can at least flip the field position, right? Defense can bowl it back. Guess what happened, Pat? It was a 20-something yard punt. 20-something yard punt. I said, I can't believe this. So now, as a defender, you know how it is, Pat. When you're in that situation, you can't really be too aggressive because you don't want to be too aggressive than one or two plays. They already field goal range for a makeable field goal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in that situation, it's almost like the, the the position, the situation is in favor of the offensive player. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? Three or four plays, they're in field goal range. Now, in my mind, Pat P, like I said, two things happen. We attempt the field goal or we go into overtime. Or by the time we punt the football back to Cleveland, there ain't enough clock for them to feel comf- confident in a third-string quarterback to try to take shots to get in field goal range. But right. no, we ran three plays in a matter of 12 to 15 seconds. And they didn't use one timeout. When I saw that, oh, that was our window right there, Pappy. 
Yeah, man. I, I I thought the same thing, but something to learn from. Yeah, just something to learn from. And here we are, six and four. Stay, you still on. six and four. Yeah, you still six and four. Looking you're on still... to the bingo, looking on to the dango bangles. <laughs> yeah, and that make that loss makes this game that much more important. Man, I always say every game in November, December is important. It's important. Yeah, but every last one of them. But just it's... because you're gonna go through the cycle, your, your carousel of your uh, divisional opponents. The last game is always your uh, versus a divisional opponent. And that's when you're going to start seeing more of the playoff team. The intensity picks up a little bit more. The atmosphere is a little bit thicker. Like, it's just something just different about November, December football. So every game is a must win, in my opinion, November, December, if you want to really separate yourself. And also, too, what makes that loss so disheartening? Yeah, I say disheartening. It's because they had that third string quarterback playing. I know, man. I man. know you know you know how NFL go. There ain't no guaranteed win. Yeah, there are some ball it, games where the likelihood of this team winning is more likely than the other in some ball games. Right. <laughs> I just feel like you know, uh, yeah, it was it? Yeah, we lost against a third string quarterback because he was, you know, obviously getting the snaps. Hey, no, no, no. Y'all ain't lost to the third string quarterback. Yeah, that's it right. wasn't. It wasn't like he was out there giving y'all hell. Right. No, we're not doing that. I know. Yeah. We we not we not gonna sit here and say, yeah, DTR was cutting up. No, he, he made a few plays here and there, but it, they didn't win because of him. Now yeah, he ain't screw no up. I started, that's that, that that interception. But dang, they kept they minimized the game for him too. They simplified. Yeah, yeah. they won because their defense made more plays, and they had great field position. Yeah. That's it, man. We just gotta, we just gotta get that killer, that killer instinct as a team. Like as a team, like when I say as a team, in all three phases, like you talked about the juice, like we all gotta be on that same tip, man. When we step out on that field, because we got the dudes to do it. Happy, you got another. Well, yeah, Jake Brown is not a third stringer, but he's a second stringer, and that's who up next. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. The Bengals preview. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Pat P. Sunday, uh, Cincy, Cincinnati, the next ball game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, there's a lot that has happened happened with the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, to say the least. Last Thursday night, they lost their franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow, LSU alum. Um, you go know, Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU alum. Um, so he is done for the season. You know, hearing that when you heard that, of course, you wasn't getting ready to play against Cincinnati. He was getting ready for Cleveland. Uh, but what was your reaction when you heard that Joe Burrow was done? Man, I saw the game. I was actually watching the game because I knew that was our next opponent. So I wanted mm-hmm. like a, a extra beat on him. And it's crazy that you say that, man. Watching that, just going through, going back to July. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, Joe ain't healthy, man. And I'm not even in the locker room. Just obviously seeing, you know, the calf injury and the way he played early on. He just didn't. He just wasn't playing with that same fire that we was used to seeing, mm-hmm. with that same that 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 swag and that 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 attitude, that fire in his eye that we was used to seeing. I'm like, man, Joe, something ain't right with Joe. Then, obviously, all this stuff started coming coming out with, you know, the stuff wrapped on his hand. You know, the team wasn't reporting that. You know, this yeah, which is some BS. They yeah, they talking about so, they weren't aware. Stop lying. <laughs> right. So, um, stop lying. It was tough to see Joe go out because obviously, you know, I, I know he's a trooper. He wanted to be out there for for his guys, but he just didn't look like himself from the beginning of the year, to be quite honest with you. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and, and it, it sucks to see him go down, you know, with the injury. Um, but you know, hopefully he comes back. Not hopefully, I know he's going to come back. You know, stronger and better than he uh than he ever was cuz he uh that's that's one that's one thing I will say about Joe he love a challenge man so um I can't wait to see you know what the outcome is going to be for him on the other side of this but um I hated to see him go down in that manner in that manner in that way mm-hmm. uh, obviously always rooting for my LSU Tigers um except for when we going against him but you know it it, it sucked to see him go down that way for sure yeah, and with that being said, Jake Browning steps in as a starting quarterback the rest of the way. Clearly, he will be starting against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, this Sunday. You know, when you talk about playing against a guy similar to what you guys had last week in DTR, not having a lot of film out on them, you know, how do you prepare for a guy that hasn't really played a lot on this level? They're going to do the same thing. <laughs> They're going to run. They're not going to throw the ball, Pat. Well, I will say this. They they will throw the ball past ten yards just because of the receiver they have. He can't. He has. He have the ability to get you know down the field. Yeah. But that will only be only be probably a go ball. It won't be mm-hmm. like oh, no stuff that the quarterback got to sit back there and digest and see what the safety is and this that and another. It's going to be he know where he's going with the ball and that's up the sideline. Mm-hmm. You know, the safest throw. Uh, uh, for him to give his 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 receiver an opportunity to, to make a play on the ball, but other than that, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to run the football by committee. Obviously, we know Joe um, Mixon is obviously a, a very dangerous running back and can carry the load for the Cincinnati Bengals team. Um, so we know we we're going to get a heavy dose of him. Uh, we know we're going to get screens in all forms and fashion. And you know if they if it is drop back pass and not down the sideline, it's going to be very intermediate throws, star mm. concepts, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, flat concepts, just easy throws for the quarterback and not giving him an opportunity to screw it up. So we'll see what happens Sundays, but that's what I'm expecting going into the game. So you talk about Jake Browning and and this offense might be might show similar traits or a few different things here or there. You know, for Jake Browning to have a good game, you know, he got to throw the football at some point in time. And for him, the luxury he has is good pass catchers, you know. That's what I was about to say. That's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> he got he got some guys. And, and, you know, you played against Jamar Chase his first game a few years ago when you were with uh, uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota right? 2021. Yeah, his first game against Minnesota. Uh, you, and you've seen a lot of him, you know, just highlights and things like that. You know, what have you seen in regards to the growth? to where he is now in his career compared to the first game years ago, uh, week one against Minnesota? Man, you know, when I first got an opportunity to, you know, to see him, you know, he was a baby. You know, it was his first game in the NFL. Yeah. You know, I, I'll never forget, you know, uh, he really didn't have a really good preseason because he had a real bit uh, bad habit of dropping passes in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget coach coming in there talking about how many passes that he dropped during preseason just like easy passes too like go balls right in his hand mm-hmm. and i'll be damned he ain't dropped no passes against us <laughs> no <laughs> when we, when yeah we, that, i remember that preseason he did have a few issues with the drops i remember yeah, that yeah yeah i remember so, he had a few, few issues with the uh, drops so i know he didn't he had no issue dropping the ball against us when we played him uh week one but just to see you know where he started and where he is now, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But to see, you know, how he really not only him, but him and Justin. I want to, I want to, you know, put Justin in and, and steal his thunder right now. But just to see how they just took the game and put it in a chokehold, man, and just yeah, MLSU really, boys, no question. Yeah, really, just left off. You know where it all started in college and bringing it into the pros is like, yeah, man, we did that in college. We can do it here too. Yeah. So it was awesome to see their mentality and their their belief in themselves that they are the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last few weeks they haven't had they, they didn't have T. Higgins. Uh, we don't know his status just yet. But when he's in the lineup as well, you know, makes that offense e- even more dangerous right. in regards to throwing the football. Uh, one thing I did notice when Jake Brownie got into the ball game against the Ravens, they did a great job in putting pressure on him. You know, he did extend plays with his legs, making things happen. But, you know, they made things difficult for him, collapsing the pocket. And hopefully the the offensive strategy won't won't prevent our edge rushers and pass rushers to be able to put pressure on a guy like Jake Browning. Big ball game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big ball game. AFC North matchup again two weeks in a row on the road against the AFC foe. It's prediction time. Ladies and gents, get your popcorn ready. Get your notes ready. All right. So last week I predicted uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, to win by five, they actually lost by three. Now, the under definitely had hit. Um, final score was 13-10. Uh, my under was set at 29, so with the under hit. But for this ball game, I think we do better when I give two predict- predictions, Pat P. <laughs> when I give two predictions. Yeah, give three if you got it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I might need to give three because I gave two before. I'm gonna get, okay, I'm going to get three. All right, score prediction, 23-14, Pittsburgh win. I like 23. I like anything in the 20 for us. All right, no question. 
<laughs> we praying for a 20-point ball game. Let's go. Kenny Pickett's going to throw two touchdowns. All right. Offense will have 400 yards of total offense. That's that's what I'm saying right there. 23-14 Pittsburgh win. Kenny Pickett will two throw touchdown two touchdowns. KP. And gonna give us 400 yards of offense. Pat P, if all three of those things happen, I might take a shot for you. Please. I know you don't like them. them, them you know, I don't drink none of that devil's nectar. I don't drink the devil's nectar. <laughs> but <laughs> that devil's nectar, I don't like that. Hey, they, ain't devil, they ain't the devil's nectar, man. That's what the old people call it. The old folks call it devil's man, nectar. Good Lord, drink wine. Well, I'm talking about, I'm going to take a shot of hard liquor if this happens. <laughs> I ain't sipping on no red and white wine. This is going to be Dude, hard liquor. Some. So, no, sir. Yes, so, if that happened, I, I said I might hey, so have to take a There well, you go. If that hit, if all things covered, viewers and listeners, you hear it here first. If all three of those hit, me and Matt are taking a shot. Pat, you drank. I understand that, but we going, I'm going to take one with you. Of what? What you don't take a shot of? You, you got that expensive look. But I went to Pat P house one time. He, hey, had, he had some alcohol I never heard of before. I said, that must be rich people stuff. I said, where did they <laughs> hey, did you from? like my setup, though, man? You got a good, cool setup now, but you, you got you got to have alcohol that people can could <laughs> have seen or they can read no, the, out man. of the label. No, you can't have no, no alcohol no. where nobody don't even, can't understand what they say. We don't no, even know what. Is my house exclusive? Say no more, then. I, ain't give, I can't give you no... I can't give you no... No Walmart brand. You can't. What's wrong with a little hen? A little hen dog. A little, uh, little Hennessy, a little Patron, a tequila. That, that, I mean, I don't drink Hennessy anyway. But I do have brown liquor for my guests, but it ain't no Hennessy. We got, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Pat P. I'm sorry. Patrick Peterson is who I'm talking to. When you saw my, what, what, am I, what am I serving my guests? I got the Medusa, the Versace yeah, glasses, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you see you Medusa at the bottom? No question. All right. No question. So I can't give. I can't put Henny in that. No, you can't. No you got. You got to put. Henny. Henny. Yeah. No, no disrespect. disrespect yeah. We, we welcome all sponsorships. Yeah. No disrespect to Henny. Yeah. You just had alcohol I'd never heard of before. Like, what trick yeah. is that? Like, because when I travel, from? man, I be bringing stuff back with me, man. All them fancy, nice bottles. Like, I like it. I like the setup. Yeah. I like the yeah. you know, give a little history behind it. Because what happened with you was like, man, where you get this from? I was like, yeah, yeah. man. Such and such. I got this da, 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 da. I, I even had a tequila that had gold flakes in it, huh, Matt? No question. It looked good too. I'm just I'm not a drinker, so I'm not by the partake, but it looked like that could be do something to your soul. When yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drink that when I retire. That's gonna be the first, that's gonna be the first time I pop that open. That ain't been open yet. Nah, I ain't open. I, I, I bought it in Dubai for that reason. Mm. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you, got you know what the gold stands for. What it stand for? Come on, man. Don't be crazy. What the gold stand for? Come on, man. Don't be crazy, Matt. I'm not a drinker, Pat P. Help me. Inform me. I'm I know what I don't know. I retire and I oh, take Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the gold mm. jacket. That's, that's the gold, man. You're going to be in Ken. That's the no gold. Question. That's the gold. And if you want me to give your speech coming up, I get them fired up, boy. <laughs> I give them what they're looking for. I don't know how much time they allow me to have, but they better give me a time limit because they don't. You already know. <laughs> I'm letting the world know. <laughs> and now, <laughs> like I do for MJ Fadeaway, my goal. 
That's what I got. You better give me a time to say, hey, man, you only can talk for five minutes. You hey, sure? man, right. That's the goal, man. That is the goal. Or man. you pop that when that, you're right. You say that, you say that the buy bottle when it, when that happened. Yeah, that's so, the goal. All right, Pat. Oh, you, you owe us a Waffle House visit at the end of the season. Hey, man, did I, did I, did I agree upon that? Huh? Huh? Did I agree go. upon that I was going to go to Waffle House when I did not get an interception? What 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 did the fans say? Because we put a poll out, right? Yeah, they say you, you should go. No, Eric, Eric. Say, hey, jump in. Check what the they stats, say, Eric? They said he should go. We had more comments saying Pat should go because that basically was a turnover. He created a turnover. Oh, I read it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a, we we lots of lots of YouTube comments, and the majority of those comments said Pat B should go. <laughs> so, but that's what we're doing. So since you since since you're going uh, to Waffle House in the season, if all three of these things happen, I'll take a shot at that Devil's Nectar. All right, and I don't drink neither, but I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of options as well. I ain't got no Dubai bottle. Um. But I got some options, and I take a shot. Hey, but you do you do drink wine though, huh? No, you never drank wine before either. I don't sip wine. I don't drink no wine, man. I drink water. I don't drink I none of the partakes in the devil's nectar. Man, I'm you can drink some wine, Mac. Well, I could, but I don't. It's nasty. Good wine doesn't taste wine. good. I have the hey, taste bud of a toddler. Hey, I, don't I got like some spicy wine food. for you, my guy. That I got from South Africa. Hey, we're going to have a game one. back when I get home, man. So Yeah, we play Boo-Ray and I'm going to boo you. Nah, we ain't playing. This This going to be a game night. There ain't no Boo-Ray. Hmm? No. I'm going to boo you. Nah, we ain't booing. We playing some. We're going to play some Bedwiz. I don't know. I won't play Boo-Ray. You mean no? I don't know nothing about no Bedwiz. That's not like for old folks. It's just spades. It's just call it a different name. It's just played differently. It's, Do you it's know honestly, how to play spades? Come on, man. Come I ain't never see your anyway, spade game. It's just like, honestly, I think you will like Bitwiz because it's just like, it's almost a, a, in, um, a form of bure. So it's, it's, it's spades, but then you have to bid. You have to, so the dealer, whoever the dealer is, he flip over a, a, a trunk. Uh-huh. So whatever Trump he flip over, that is what the spade is for that game. So now you're looking in your hand and now you give away, you know, you give away your bags or whatever. And then you you get, you know, whatever new cards that you want. So if you got, say, for instance, the, the dealer flips over a heart and you got three hearts. You keep them. You want to, Yeah, you want to keep those and get yeah. rid of whatever bad cards you think that's not going to win. Just just like Ray. Exactly. And that's why I say it's more excitement because it's early and there'd be a lot of neck chopping. Mm. A lot more excitement than regular spades because now you really have to bid your hand. It ain't no sandbagging because that's going to show. And mm-hmm. it, it, it just cut all of that out of it. It's way more excitement. I mean, and it I is an old folks game. Yes, yeah, that sounds like it's an old folks game. Shouts out to deadly people. Yep. I might have to try that, but, but I am the Boo Ray King, King, so I like playing Boo Ray. But I played Boo Ray well. a couple of times last time you played. Oh, Lord, you just threw a pick. I'm sorry. You, yeah. you ain't booed me. All right, I so 23-14. Next door day, where I booed you a couple of times. Why? Kenny throws two touchdowns with 400 yards, and I, me and Pat P take a shot. Mike Main takes a shot. All right, that happened. 
that that that's how much I want to see you guys win, and I want to see offensive production. I'm willing to put my drink on the line for you guys, Pat P. Hey, I would you know what? Better yet, I don't but, know if Kevin Hart's watching this or if he's ever watching this. What Kevin Hart's tequila? It's pretty good. Man, I don't know if it's the first white reposado, mm-hmm. but man, I, I I'm digging that. Mm, shots out to Kevin. What's the name of his his his, his uh liquor? Uh, Grand Cameo or something like that. Let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Grand Cameo. Cameo. Let me see. Yeah, Grand Cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's smooth. Maybe I get Kevin Hart on the, on the show, man. Somehow, some way. We know he's a big Eagles fan, NFL fan. I would just like to talk some. You know, some ball with him and some shit. Kevin no Hart, question. Kevin Hart's a, he's a funny dude, man. I just want to just bring some bread with him. No question. And drink some of his liquor. Exactly. That devil's you, 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 you drink while I just sit here and partake. That, that, nah, if we get Kevin Hart, you got to have some of that devil's nectar with us. We all got to be a little tipsy. Happy. You want to turn me into, you trying to turn me into a drunk? No. On, on live. No, no. On a live podcast? No. I didn't say that. Ain't nothing man. wrong with drink, man. You're right. Listen, I got. I told you I got a toddler taste, but if y'all keep, if y'all win the rest of the way, I take a shot for every win. If that if that means for y'all to win, I take a shot every after every game. Okay, that's how much I love the Steelers. If y'all win, well, no, for this game, all three of these got to happen. Yeah, and if, if, if all, all three, three of those happen and we win, when we win, yeah, when y'all win, then the following after, week, after if this, y'all just outright win. No, no, I no, I get that. I ain't gonna be like you. The three, the three, the three prediction has to hit. Yeah. And after that, every win, you have to take a shot. Not winning on out. After every win, you got to take a shot. No, we got to revisit that one. No, no. I ain't revisit what you said. I said, all right, I'll do it. But I didn't give you any extra, any extra bets, anything like that. I just gave you one. What are you talking about? I feel like. That's just one You're trying to lose with me. Huh? That's just one as well. No. You said if these three hit after every win, I take a shot. What if y'all go on a winning streak? You said you said after every win, I might have to take a shot. I so would just I would I said might, might. I said might. What happened if y'all get on a winning streak? Keep shotting because that shot started it. <laughs> <laughs> the shot that started it. Started it. <laughs> hey man, let's let the fans vote on that, man. Let's let's take it to the people, man. Are we, we gonna get show a real the poll this time? We we, we are show the poll people. you saw. We, we <laughs> sh- I said the comments. I read more comments that say you should go to Waffle House than more comments that say you shouldn't go. Therefore, that poll say you're going. This week, all three just hit. Kenny, you throw two touchdown passes. Y'all win this ball game, and if that offense gave us four. One, we haven't had a 400 yard game in two, three. I don't know how long it's been. It's been so long. What last it's time? It's been bad, probably. Boy, it's been a. Eric, when the last time Steelers had 400 yards of total offense? Can you find that? Last time you brought up, I remember you saying like 57 or something. Oh, 58. 58 games. How many seasons is that? Man, that's like five. 17, 17. The last three years have been 17 years, right? Yeah. Three plus years? Oh, man. Yeah. The streak will be broken this Sunday. Steeler fans. And it's because of me and my willingness to take a shot. I think you need to come to the game. Since it? Nah, I can't because nah, I can't come. Okay. I'd be too emotionally involved. 
in person. Mm. It ain't good for my soul. I'd rather watch on TV. And then also, too, I'm I'm involved in so much fantasy football. I need that red zone package. <laughs> I need to see everything. That red zone is the best thing going on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I ain't lying to you. <laughs> I can watch every game, almost. With every fantasy. Game. Well, ain't nothing better than red zone. Red zone is the best show ever. Red zone is even better than Law & Order. Law & Order is my favorite show. SVU. I love Law & Order. But red zone, Pat P. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you was gonna get you one, Pat. You got nine PBUs quietly on the year too. Before we go, let's talk about it. You got nine PBUs quietly on the year. You overdue for a pick. That means no, I do. I, I am definitely overdue for a pick, man. It's gonna come, Mac. I just really haven't. Honestly, I really haven't had a real opportunity to go after the ball, man. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest with you, because on that on that stop route that uh, that I broke up against Mari, um, like I had a good beat on it. But the quarterback, if you go back and look, my hand was on his back because I wanted to secure the tackle and that sunlight. Just think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming off that side of the field, man, I don't know what it was. Just that you really can't get a good, you know, beat on the ball. But mm-hmm. I just played it safe um, because I obviously didn't want to miss it and have him turn up the field and yeah. go for six. But, yeah, but they, most they're important. Coming, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah, just be patient. But you're getting your, your hands on footballs, man. That's a, that's a good thing to see as well. So – Hope you guys enjoyed our show. Pat P gave us, you know, his assessment on the game. I spoke for the people, for the fans, for the most part. As you that's always my, do. That's my job. And we just came to the conclusion that uh, I'll take a shot if all three predictions happen, most importantly with the win. Pittsburgh win, two touchdowns from Kenny Pickett, uh, 400 yards total offense. That's a good shot. And we and Pat P will figure out what we're going to – he said he's going to take a shot as well. Um, I think he should take two shots since he's a no, drinker. And no, I'm not. There you go. There you go again. There you go again. <laughs> what? There you go again. I don't understand what I say wrong. <laughs> Why I have to take two shots? You should be the one taking two shots. I don't drink. What are we doing? Who? Okay, we drink one shot then. That's okay. That's All right. Drink. There you All go. Right. Thank you. Even though you're a drinker, but okay, we take one shot. And for anybody else that want to take a shot with us together <laughs> to celebrate this, it's called me a drinker. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You grown. You drink, right? It's okay. You're a professional. <laughs> I like to have a. I like to have a drink. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Nah, drinkers sound bad. No. Okay. No. Not a you, drink. You drink here or there. Is that better? There you go. I like to have a drink on special occasions when I'm out. You know, with the wife, with the boys. Yeah. yeah. I have a yeah. drink. I like a little devil's nectar. I ain't like you. Devil, devil's nectar. There ain't nothing wrong with a little devil's nectar. I drink a little devil's nectar. Yeah. And we're going to take these shots, these winning shots on Sunday. And for anybody that want to partake in our shot taking together, we, we we welcome you. That's what we do. That, that's how that's how we That's how sick I I, just, I, I put my, I want to take a shot for y'all to win. I, I want y'all to win, so I'm going to take a shot. That's how yeah. we're going. Yeah. That's what we're going to do, Pat Yeah. I, I'm with it. I like that's it. That's what. I like it. Fans, tune in. Listen, when it happens Sunday, those three predictions, just know Mac Main, B-Mac is going to take a shot or whatever alcohol, devil's nectar. It might do something to my chest. might put some extra hell on my chest, but I'm ready. I think it's going to happen. Pat P, get you some rest. You got Jake Brownie coming up from the, you know what school, you know what college he went to? No. Hey, you know it's bad when you play against a quarterback. You don't even know what school he went to. He went to Washington. Yeah, no, man. University of Washington. He did some numbers at Washington, too, when he was there. 
He did some numbers, I mean, man. It, it, hey, it, man, it, he's a, he's a capable man because he's a backup. So no question, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be capable if he if he wasn't a backup. He wouldn't exactly. Even be, so yeah, I'm so. not looking past him at all. I'm sorry, I did not know what school he went to. But man, I, pretty y'all whole defense probably don't know what school he go to. Y'all exactly. figure out when y'all get the scout report. But, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? I just be watching so much college football. I I, know, I pretty much know a lot of people. DTR went to UCLA. DTR was I know, nice. I know that. Man. I did know that because there was a lot on. Uh, ABC a lot last year when he was in college, so I used to get have an opportunity to watch him play. Yeah, he went he went to uh, UCLA. So. I used to call him little Travis Scott when he was. I was like, look at little Travis Scott out there. <laughs> he do favor Travis Scott a little bit. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he do favor Travis Scott. All right, well, Pat P, get you some rest. We'll do, my guy. And uh, we see you on Sunday. Yes, sir. Until next time. Yep. Peace.